record button this time. Oh, he did. Let's not hit it again. Let's not hit it again, Colin. <laughs> like last time where we had, we were like, you know, 15 minutes in deep. And then next thing I know, you're like, oh, oh we didn't record that. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? I mean, this is Paul Gableman, Colin Moulton. We're here. Post-roll podcast Post-roll in the hazy. We're here. This is episode 34. 34. 34. That's my, uh, one of my favorite numbers. Really? Why? Yeah. Because Herschel Walker. Ah, uh, Herschel Walker. And a lot of great running backs, actually. Yeah. And I'm not even a football player. I just thought it was a good number. That is a great number. <laughs> I, think, well, I think Walter Payton was 34, yeah. maybe. Greatest. I know that you heard when it's sinking in. Yeah. This is the out of tune. The out of tune. Uh, we need auto tune for that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy's not here, so we're out of tune. That's all right. No, he called me. And we're off rhythm. He's going to be uh, here in like 15 minutes. Oh, good, good, good. Uh, Jimmy, yeah, yeah, 15 yeah. minutes. Jimmy's doing beer in a minute. He's <laughs> coming. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Feeling really good, man. Uh, I want to talk today about some things. Let's, let's say what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about uh, first day of jiu-jitsu. Oh, my God. We're going to talk about Hicks on Gracie. Hicks on. Talking to Jocko and uh, breaking down the book a little and some of the details I learned from that and uh, heard from that and had heard before, oh. but, uh, but still was uh, enlightening. Nice. Enlightened by it. Uh, and then some other wandry stuff. Oh, uh, we were just watching Michael Shea together. Uh, Michael Shea's new show. If you if you like watch the Chappelle show, go to HBO Max and watch uh, that damn Michael Shea. It is on par. It's with hilarious. with with uh it's what we need right now, dude. Yes. It's like it's yeah. like the ivermectin for social justice. <laughs> Bull crap. Oh my god. Yeah. It'll cure you and no one knows why and and big uh big uh big social justice doesn't want you to big know about it so they're <laughs> throwing out a lot of misinformation oh about about god. about it. About it. Oh my god. Oh my god, that last scene was hilarious. Yeah, how I love hearing John. Yes, I do. He sounds different here than when I roll with him. When I roll with him, it's a lot of... Oh, my God. Get stabbed. Oh, my God. Just get stabbed. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was rolling with John John one time, and for some reason, I was turning it up. And I was like, turning it up, turning it up. And I thought, man, I'm just... I was like... But I wasn't thinking about him. I was thinking about me. I was like, go, 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 go. The guy's tired. Break him, break him. Go, go, go. And, uh... And then we we stopped at one point and and I, and I hear him go, oh my god! <laughs> and I was like, oops, oh I wasn't god. aware. Of Why did I turn it up so much? I where don't know. He was at, yeah. You know what? It's all about your breathing, man. It's all about your breathing. We will get into that. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's get into it. Okay. First of all, let's give a shout out to our sponsors. Our sponsors, GJJSAV, Gracie Jiu-Jitsu Savannah, the best place in the world to train the best martial art from the best uh, people, with the best people in the world, from the best dude Dudes in the world, under the best dude in the world. and with um, the best friends in the world. Best friends in the world, best family in the world. And, gang, um, gang, dude. Yeah, man. And yeah. then uh, also thank you to Guayaki Yerba Mate. I am drinking Guayaki today. I'm not. I noticed on the last podcast I did what I've been doing, what, what, what you turning do? the speed up of my speech uh, and not slow. being... Yeah, audio nice. audi- audio legible. Yeah, talking too fast and then not being um, very um, legible, hearable. No, no. What's what's the proper term on this one? Not being. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm 50 now, so sometimes I look. There's a word. Audibly. No, no. Uh, articulate. Articulate. Yeah, there we go. I was like in the last one. So anyway, also. 
<laughs> also, thank you to uh, Camera West for all the equipment. Um, yes. Camera West, uh, if you need a camera, seriously, go to Camera West and uh, check them out. They're, uh, they, they deal globally. They do uh, shipping, and Ooh. they're amazing. And uh, they've donated all the equipment we have. Nice, nice, nice. Yeah. Uh, Hakapoos, Bites, and Booze. Mm-hmm. High Tide Surf Shop, Chamacos Tacos, and Surf. All right. These are, these are people we like. I yeah. like Hakapoos, Bites, and Booze. If I asked them for sponsorship, they would just do it. Heck but yeah. I haven't asked them because there's really no way for me to benefit them yet. But when Not I can, yet. I will. Not yet. But we will be there one day. We will get there one day. We're going to talk in the positives. Yes, we will get there. Yes. Uh, but um, but in the meantime, uh, do do check out. A lot of people like cameras, and I'm always surprised at the people yeah. that do, where they're like, you know, yeah, oh, oh yeah. You know, you, you, you could know somebody for years, and then um, and then you, you're like, hey, what's that bag in the back of your car? And they're like, oh, that's my... Uh, that's my Canon D five nine twenty two A with the five lenses I have for it, and also I have uh, three Leicas, and uh, so. And you're like, "Oh, you're a camera nerd? I had oh. no idea all this time. You're like keeping it secret." Well, but I was talking about that trash bag in the back of your car. They asked, "Don't ask." <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that's a body. <laughs> <laughs> she wouldn't let me take pictures of her, bro. That's the way okay. I like to take. Okay, right. okay, so yeah, yeah. clearly Ooh. I don't know my friends well enough. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's the issue. Maybe it's not that a lot of people like cameras. It's just, <laughs> it's just I don't ask questions until oh it's too late. So anyway, uh, <laughs> not everybody's a serial killer. No, we're Have joking. Have faith and trust. Uh, so, uh, but always, you know, always question. What should we start with? First um, day, first day of, of jujitsu. Yes. Today, today you did not come to class. That's fine. That's fine. No, no, no. no that's fine. Let's I just move know. right past it. Not a big deal. I'm a black belt. Not I, a big deal. Ah, you can skip a class every now and then. <laughs> no. He got there. He got his black belt now, so he's not coming to class anymore. No, 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 no. That's I, not true at all. It was just, I mean, I, I normally don't get to do the day class, and I don't want to get like my hopes up and, you know, like, oh, my God. And, oh, yeah. You know. Like, that felt really good. I want to be able to do that every week. Yeah, and, and then you can't. I yeah. get you. Um, and also, so, yeah, you were busy. Busy. So uh, <laughs> I, I, I woke up late. <laughs> and then I woke up early and then late and then, <laughs> and then early again and then late uh, anyway anyway uh, I had anyways, to feed my dog so, yeah, again again over and over so uh, <laughs> oh my god anyway uh, first day jiu-jitsu so I was at uh, class today which you were not and we don't, we don't have to again we don't have to repeat, uh, we don't have to we repeat have to keep that saying, it's okay um, we did some north-south stuff which um, I really wish you were there for <laughs> Love right. doing north south with you, bro. But anyway, uh, that's another kind of north south. Yeah. Don't talk oh, about by the that. way, this is funny. So, so I was getting the, what brought up the first day of jujitsu to me was somebody came in for their first class in jujitsu. Very athletic, yeah. young man. Looked like he played football. Genetically gifted, like tough looking dude. <laughs> and um, and I thought, uh, wow, man, that's quite an experience to be have this be your first day. So I was watching James, and I was trying to see it through his eyes. What would this feel like to watch this guy teach these people this thing? And like, what does this look like to him? And then uh, just now when I said to you we were working north-south, I didn't even put that into the scenario that his day one of jujitsu is north-south. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, well, if he makes it through this. Yeah. If you yeah. make it through north-south, you're going to stay in jujitsu for a while. Like, uh, so, uh, It'd be like getting cauliflower. Yeah. His first friends day. are like, dude, it's totally homoerotic. No, it's not, bro. It's fighting. It's a sport. It's a no, sp- it's completely homoerotic. No, no it's, it's not, bro. And then he shows up and he's like, they were right. <laughs> oh, my God. So, so he was tr- drilling with Nick, the wrestler. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the ex, uh, not ex, but the all American wrestler. Yeah, yeah. Who turned jujitsu guy and is a uh, really tall, tall guy. man. Oh, my God. Very heavy bones, large man. He's not, fun to roll with. Not fat, very lean. Lean dude, but just heavy. His 
bones are just giant bones. And uh, and then he's he's got that that kind of strength you get from that, you know. Yeah, yeah. I wish I had that kind of strength. Jesus. Yo, do you? I, I wish. <laughs> you're Jeez. dumb strong. You're like silly strong where people your size are like, bro, you're so strong. Not that strong. But no, let's get back to the That's first date. That's ridiculous. All right, we're we're we're, we're you're on par with the Marcus Jones thing, where people his size were like making fun of him for being strong. <laughs> That's the thing. Like you, people think you're just strong because you're big and tough, and like you work out and you're like large shoulders or whatever. But you're not that large. You just are inordinately strong. Meaning that, like, if I dissected you right now, <laughs> I'm doing this fast talking thing again. Yeah, Sorry. Slow down. Slow. Listen. But if we, I dissected you right now, <laughs> let's go slow with this. And I pulled apart slowly, lacerated your skin, and pulled it pulled it and back. He's a serial killer, guys. I'm not into the serial killer thing. So, and I peeled, peeled back your shoulder skin. I would find inside there, <clears throat> if I took a micrometer and measured your your tendons, I would find that they're on par, fifty percent to one hundred percent larger than an average person your size. I would hope. I think so. I think you're you're one of those guys that has those weird big tendons and allows you this other kind of strength. Uh, you know what? I think it's just you know being being part Cuban that helps because you know I mean yeah. you know who else had that or yeah. has that? Uh, Tony Montana. <laughs> no, I was talking about real people oh, right, who, no. who might be a comic book imaginary characters played <laughs> by Italian guys. Yeah. Uh, maybe a comic book character is uh, Yo- Yoel Romero. Oh right, yeah, yeah, but. We digressed, and we're going to go back to our first day of yes, jiu-jitsu. Sir. First day of jiu-jitsu. So here comes this guy. His name's Thomas. And, hey, Thomas. Uh, I'm sorry I didn't get to Thomas, you probably listen to this because I'll ask you to. I'll say, hey, man, yeah, listen yeah. to this. We talked about you. And I, I was – I mean, there's going to be a lot of things to talk about here. But number one, um, just the first thing that comes to mind because it's how I engage with it. He was rolling, and we were doing something where you're – it was north-south, so you're – it was um, – uh, an orientation of arms where you have to kind of squash the frame with your hip, right? Yeah. So you walk around, you squash. So the guy's framing. Yeah. So I said to him, hey, when you do this movement, it's so that this frame and this elbow aren't strong here. You're making them weak by going out further. Feel how that. And I did what James does where yeah. he says, you know, you want to make that frame weak and then take it away, right? <clears throat> yeah. Now, well, as I was telling him that, obviously we need to know that because we know how it works along with these other movements. Is it too early? Is it too early for somebody to know that? Or should they just be moving their body in these ways we tell them for now? Um, and when is it right a right time to talk about concepts like that? Is it too confusing? Uh, depending on the person, man. I mean, depending on how they learn. Like, they, you got some guys, i.e. me, oh, I just move body. and I, Move I, body, crush opponent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you know, some people, that's how they learn. And then you can get into the concepts. And then you can get into everything. But like... Other people, man, if I told them to move their body, they'd ask me why. I'm like, uh, because you move your body? No. But no, like, depending on the person, the way they learn, man, like, like, going into deep concepts with some of the people is, uh, it can get confusing, and, I mean, I could see, like, a new guy be like, okay, why am I doing this? Because they said so? He wasn't asking why. No, but I'm saying, you know, like, I could see thinking that. Like, they'd be like, okay, so, but I think teaching concepts is probably the smarter way to go. You think so? Yeah. Early like that? Yeah, because what can happen is, 
instead of just why did t- I say it like that? Why did I go early like that? Because you're trying to talk fast and be <laughs> unrecognizable. It was like my, my voice skidding like, to you, a stop. You were like skirt, like you know when the record stop. That's where you're like, wait, Paul's about wait to a go. Second. Say what? Paul's not going to just say do a move. <laughs> say what? What? That's my version of say what. So no, but what I'm saying is teaching concepts will will pay dividends later on. Because yes, if it stays in there. If it sta- well, I mean, maybe that's, that's just how. If you just keep doing it as they're learning, then yeah. it's just built in, right? And then, then, then you, like as you learn the concepts and the philosophy behind it, you can start moving, and then you can get more creative. That's one thing. I mean, I think James and Pedro do really well. Very well is give you these concepts, and then give you the liberty to figure out what you do, what, how you do it. Because I mean, I can mean you can do the same move, but I can set it up just a little more. Just a little different than you do, based on based on my size, my style, my the rhythm that I have. Versus and maybe and maybe your understanding of the overarching concept yes. of what you're doing. Yes. Because if you if I'm missing a piece of that, then then I'm not going to consciously be doing some of the things you are. Maybe yeah. right. So it's not going to be as good a setup. Exactly. Or and then the finish doesn't happen. That's, that's. I feel. I feel like that's the gift we give. Yeah. When we give a, when we tell a white belt, hey man, the reason you're doing this is to crush the frame and make it weak. But. On the contrary, and I, I will be, I could see where we can confuse them. And then if it's that, then if it's just that extra piece of information yeah. uh, in the other mix of things they've been learning that day, then their mind just poops out everything and yeah. one thing, and then that's gone. Well, you is know, that what you're thinking? Yeah, but that's what the whole thing is. Like when James or Pedro talks about the buffet. I mean, you you're at a buffet. Like jujitsu is a buffet. You can eat the whole thing at once, or you can take a small bite here, take a small bite there, mm-hmm. and start. M- Start getting all these same concepts that are in the moves, and then you can start eating more and eating more here, eating more there. It's instead of trying to do every move at once, you do it just enough, just one move, one move a day. Oh, or maybe even one move a week. Yeah, because I I can't figure out how I learn better. I love, and I've talked about this before. I love the way that James has been doing a week long breakdown on one position and adding different approaches to that position and counters to that position. Um, But the, the way I learn best is when we focus on one or two and not four to 10, you know, with between counters and everything where we just focus on it and the details of it. And then I put myself in that position over and over and over and then open mat is where I roll. And then that's when you, Instead of at class. That's what I'm talking about is like, so if you learn better that way. I might. Then, you know what? But it's, you don't have to. You don't have to do all the moves together. You can just be like. But that's slow. That's it's okay. so slow. Guess what, man? It's okay to be slow. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It, you know, rabbit, rabbit of the hair. I'm talking. Now I'm, I'm, I'm doing the fast talking. You did it. Yeah. You, you it's got the a rabbit or the hare. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like The rabbit or the hare? I mean, the rabbit or the t- tortoise. The tortoise and the hare. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> now you got me talking about that. Apparently, I'm not the only one who learns slow. Yeah. Oh, dude, I'm a slow learner. <laughs> right. I know this. This is coming from you. So, yeah. But, so, it's okay. But, I mean, if you can get the concept of, you know, certain movements in jujitsu, yeah. you can figure out. How they apply in other areas. How they areas. apply in other areas and how I can, you know, do a move or do a setup a move and it'll be a little quicker. It'll be a little quicker. It's hard to start that way, but I think right. I think within the like sooner. a year. 
The sooner, yeah, the sooner you can start to apply concepts to the movements, the better your jujitsu yeah. is going to advance. Within a year of learning concepts, I think your jujitsu is going to skyrocket. So what lately? Um, it, it's so weird, man. Because back in the day, you know, when we started oh, yeah. jujitsu in our time, there wasn't concepts being taught as much. It was it's okay. pretty rare. Yeah, do arm bar. This is how you're gonna right. The only do hundred arm bars. The only time I ever got it was really there was a couple places, but one of them was. Um, and also, we didn't hear it as much if it was happening. No. But, but Greg Nelson, um, who's one of Pedro Sauer's black belts, yeah. and will be teaching up in Atlanta. Um, For that conference. At what, the what? conference. I forget the date. It's the uh, 22nd through the 24th. Of September? I think. Yeah, yeah. of September. And it's um, and it's Pedro Sauer. James will be teaching know, up October. there, too. It's October. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever whatever month it is, go check it out because if you can, because uh, Greg Nelson will be teaching, and Greg Nelson does not come out and teach that often. I don't think. Maybe he does, but I only ran into him at his academy. Yeah. M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M M and he had some guys there yeah. that were just really high level and really good. And but I trained, but I I did multiple classes when I would go there for the week. Uh, several times I went there and I would do multiple classes, and he was the teacher. And then afterward, I would hang around because I'm that guy, and I would be you really are you're that guy. I am that guy. That guy. And I, I want to can you, can you keep you rolling for like three hours. And when I it was like nine o'clock at night, when I, I would go home at twelve, it was daytime. But when I would <laughs> hang out. When I would hang out, he was incredibly gracious, and he would hang out too. Yeah. And Sean would be there sometimes, and all these guys, and we would all just sort of like mill around and move around, talking from different parts of the gym. And, they, <laughs> and uh, you know, and they would and like visit, and yeah. and they were really like down with it. And um, and then uh, like the third time I went there, Greg gave me uh, Sean's training gloves. I got a bunch of gloves and stuff. I still yeah. have them. Oh my god, that's so cool! A bunch of MMA gloves and different yeah. things, but they were all the stuff that Sean had used. And, um, and, uh, not all of it, some of it. And, um, some but he had just given me a pile of this stuff and it was here, yeah. here. I was cleaning out from underneath the ring and, uh, this is some stuff that we don't use anymore. You can have it. And, and, uh, I was just some random guy, yeah. you know, but, I, but I remember learning from him and thinking while I was learning from him that I hadn't heard anybody break Teach down. Like that. Yeah. I hadn't heard anybody break down the reasons why these angles work or why this works or why you're doing this and how it applies to another thing. I had only heard for the arm bar, you do this. And for the so-and-so you like, do that and cross, you know, it was like draw by uh, paint by color. It was more isolated. Yeah. Each of each movement was more isolated. He was talking about concepts and this is back in 2000. Seven, yeah. which at that time you just didn't get that kind of instruction. No, like that's when I started. Two thousand six, and I, I mean, yeah, I love the guys I started with, and I mean, they're still friends of mine. But uh-huh. it was more of a, all right, you do this uh-huh. at this time, do and then there's like this, yeah. da, da, or or da, it was da, just a straight da, up da. fight gym, and yeah. it was like, oh, you're gonna have to survive these guys in Tennessee that are all like ex wrestlers, and there some of them are just like bar brawlers and and, then, and a cop, yeah. and, and that's who you're fighting, and, <laughs> and, you're, and you're not, yeah, you're not there with like some girls who want to learn how to defend themselves. It's <laughs> no. like, yeah, these are, these guys all want to kill you, and uh, because that's what they're doing, yeah. There. And um and so I'm like, well, I know some jujitsu, so I would, but I got hurt a lot, and um you know, and I and but I always thought that was part of it, yeah. And it was just I wasn't working with my, I wasn't moving my hips. I had no concept of these overarching things. Move your hips, um, 
you know, make his strength weak. Yeah. Uh, you go around his strength. These things until I started like occasionally I'd watch a Salo video that like clued me in on go around his strength, <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Like, why'd you have to do the accent? Go around his strength. <laughs> go around his strength. Because I because I'm a mimic. So uh, when I would hear their voices, I would. I would like mimic their voices, and that's how the, the concepts got into me. Because I'm like, I love how he says strength or strength. strength. Like, yeah, he would say, yeah, one of them would say Round. strength. I can't remember, but I think it was, I think it was. Um, uh, that is your. Who's the guy who was in the UFC uh, that uh, that uh, just maybe just retired? Um, um, Jacare. No, 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 not Jacare. Uh, the other guy, Damien Maya. Yeah, Damien Maya. The Damien Maya series. Well, before he could speak English really well, I he would say strange. Strange. Yeah, he wanted too much of the strange. He have a too much strange. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> Anich. He would say Anich a lot. Anich. Inch. Maybe that was Saulo, uh, but uh, anyway. The fact that their voices were cool, I was like listening to what they were saying and saying it again, and yeah. then it, then the concept is in my head. So I never. It was never lost on me that both of them were talking about concepts of moving around the strength. And and then when I would go to these American academies and like it had somehow watered down just enough to where we didn't talk about concepts. Yeah. No, it's it's because, I mean, I think a lot of it was it wasn't. So like we learned from people who can't either can't just straight came out of Brazil and their English was not the best. Right, but their so, instruction was more conceptual, and they couldn't get they the couldn't, words across. Exactly, that's where I was about Ugh. to go to. Yeah, it was frustrating. So, I mean, and then, or we learned from guys who learned from those guys who were, oh, this is how you do it, because this is how they said to do it, because they couldn't get the concepts out. Yeah, you just so, grab here, grab there, do this. Yeah. Yeah, but it wasn't like, we're doing this because he's doing this, you know, and, and when he does this, this is strong and this is weak, or, what, yeah. you know, the things that, that uh, James focuses on... I feel like these guys are learning an advanced form of jujitsu that they can use and and uh, absorb at an early earlier level yeah. than than we got. And then it'll be interesting to see how they progress. I think I don't think it's a ten. You know, maybe it's a ten year process. You know, of, I think it, it will be, man. I mean, but but maybe it's quicker now because the way that they're teaching concepts and the I way think, drilling. I think the way I think it will not. Always, because I mean, you will have phenoms, and you will have people who you know step out of the um, of you know middle of nowhere who are really good at jujitsu, and you know you have your BJ pens and all that. But I think it will always be ten years. Not always. Be why 10. do you think he was? Why do you think he was a phenom? Uh, because he, uh, I mean, he because he had access to do it all the time. He had the ability. So do we. No, 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 no. He had like he was there every day on the mats. Yeah, but bro, but Black he, had, he got three his years. Wasn't he got it his something? ten thousand hours quicker. No, nah, man, there's I, not that many hours in three years. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, not... but you know what I'm saying is like he got more reputation, and I think he was just that game. Like I think it's that old school. Oh, he's really game. Like he's a really good fighter. Let's you know let him do jujitsu and let's bring him up quicker. Because no, Maybe. like a lot of guys don't want to get tapped out by a purple belt. They don't want to get tapped out by a brown belt, a blue belt. Like all these black belts, so they'll be like, I think earlier they were like, oh man, I don't want to get tapped out by this guy, so let's let's throw another belt on him. Let's throw this belt on him. Let's you throw think? that. Sometimes, yeah, man, because he had good. He he really had high level jujitsu. He was amazing. Yeah, he, he was very flexible. Yeah. That added to his abilities. And I think, I mean, but I was going to say something else. Go ahead. No, no, I'm saying I was going to say something different than what you said about what, it. What did you, th- you think? 
I think it's because something in his brain, the way that he sees things for whatever reason, maybe it's how he played with his toys when he was a kid or something. Like just off-bit autistic. <laughs> uh, no, no, it's just, no, I'm saying that like some way that he noticed movement, maybe he liked nature and noticed the way that cats tumble or, you know, yeah. but something about his his understanding of what he was doing was different. And it was these things we talk about now. He was noticing I think he was understanding automatically without being told, and this is a guess because I don't know him. Yeah. Maybe he was, some people just understand that they automatically see that when you go for that arm and the guy defends that arm, that that arm's light and weak. You know what I mean? Yeah. These things don't come to you automatically. No. Typically, they're, no. they need to be told and then drilled and figured out, and then you go, oh, and then you forget them, and then you go, oh, and it applies here too. And that takes time, right? But I think for some people, they just see it. It's like a, yeah. a form of genius, but it doesn't have to do with math or science or, or, or basketball or, or whatever or, you want, or music. Yeah. It has to do with body movement and body mechanics and movement. Some people can see different that way. I, you know, I could, see, I could see people doing that, and I really, you know, I appreciate Maybe that's that. what a phenom is, maybe that, in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Somebody that can see that. Or, like, I mean, there's some people that are just, natu- like you said, naturally gifted. Right. They automatically yeah, see, they see it these or, things yeah. without being told. Hmm. Interesting. Because those are things we have to learn in some way, whether we're told, whether we figure it out on our own, we whether see we want it, we, yeah. yeah. But but some people it's just how they think. Like they, you know, they think in terms of when I pick you up here that goes light and this can you know, like all these <laughs> other because that really is the core thing that yeah. like I feel like is a huge part of jujitsu that takes so long to sort out and, and where it applies. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I think that and I think he, like I said, man, he just had he had enough and I'm not. I'm not gonna say his family had enough resources to let him go into the gym for however many hours. There's plenty of kids like that. Yeah, but I'm also saying combined with that natural ability, that oh, I think that would make. Yeah. I mean, I think I would make perfect a, storm. Kind perfect of. storm. Yeah, I get that. I mean, that makes sense. Yeah. So maybe that's where phenoms come from, and maybe his day one's different than Thomas's day yeah. one. Yeah. I mean, um, or my day one or your day one. So, and it depends. I mean, dude, you can go day one into, you know, McDojo at. Oh, you're you know, walking the wrong school. Yeah, you're walking the wrong school. It, it's crazy how, like, it's. You hear about, like, certain people who really walk in and it's like, oh, hey, my, like, you know, Pedro, his, one of his best friends growing up was freaking Hickson. Like, yeah. yeah. And he's like, hey, hey, my my, hey. my daddy wants to meet you exactly because you, you, you knock out your teacher or whatever. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know, I don't know what he did. What, yeah, like whatever his story is, it's crazy. <laughs> it's like, dude, like imagine his day one. Oh yeah, you know my best friends Hicks and Gracie. Oh yeah, let me go in and try jujitsu. What the hell? Right. Yeah, yeah. Like imagine that, or like you walk in to uh, you know, and this is a lot of people is they walk into some McDojo. That you know, and I'm not I'm not hating on anybody because I mean I I'm sorry if it sounds like it, but if you walk into the wrong gym, some people will quit and just be like, oh, oh man, this is yeah, they, you know, like you said, like somewhere or day in, one's north south, like maybe <laughs> Thomas will never be back, yeah. or like or like you said, man, like you know, you walk into a garage with you know eight hillbillies that bar fight and mm-hmm. a cop yeah. and some little Brazilian dude, mm-hmm. 
who can't speak English yeah. trying to teach him jiu-jitsu. Dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> I can't It's count. still out there. I can't it's still out there. the amount of times that – and it's comical, the, the stuff you'd walk in on. And yeah. first of all, it's Brazilians running businesses, so <laughs> you show up at 11 and, like, no one's there. So you're like, is what's happening? It's supposed to be at 11. Is this closed? And 11, it's a 15. storage unit. <laughs> it's a storage unit. The, the garage door's closed. You're like, why is that? And then all of a sudden, a cop car pulls up. You're like, no, I'm not stealing. And they're like, no, 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 I'm here for – is, is is Eduardo here? And you're like, who? Who? The, the guy Eduardo? Yeah, the guy Eduardo. I think, I think his name is Lima Del something. So, so anyway, so, yeah. so you're like, okay. Oh god. Uh, and then he's standing there with you, and then and then another you know a couple of people well, pull up, and somebody on a motorcycle with a yeah yeah, but right. On. And they pull up. Like, what then, is and, going on here? Then, yeah, and then it's a bunch. And then the football team, the local football team from the high school shows oh, up. Oh, yeah, uh, here. And you're like, what? And then, and then at like 12, 15, when class is at 11, Eduardo rolls in in his flip-flops. He's like, yeah, hey, hey. my friend, my friend. And opens the thing, and then everybody starts beating the shit out of each other. You're like, what? what is, Imagine if that's what your first this? day. That, uh, I don't know if that, that was not my first day. Imagine but if that's your first day. I ran though. into it within the first year yeah. many, many times. And like... I mean, I think that put a lot of bad taste in people's mouths, man. Because, well, what else could it have been? Because what was the following at that time? There wasn't. There was people that were watching UFC and yeah, going, yeah. That, "That Royce that, guy uh, rules. That Royce guy is awesome. Rice is bitching. Yeah, I want to be. <laughs> I'm using words from back then. Yeah. Rice. That Rice guy is rad. So <laughs> I was going to be like monster, but that wasn't even back then. No, man. So uh, oh, no. yeah, so they sh- so that's the quality, not quality, but the type of people that would be gravitating yeah, toward yeah. the random storage unit, <laughs> and uh, that they found. And not only that, it's not advertised anywhere. No. You found it because you call the Taekwondo school, and they're like, um, "Well, uh, we know a guy, um, El Eduardo or something like that." El Wardo. El Wardo. <laughs> I think it's El Wardo, and he's like, he used to teach wrestling or something here. Yeah, where he'd wrestle guys. That Mexican ground. Karate. Every like it was like every Tuesday night. <laughs> Well, he hasn't been here in like six months, but <laughs> he was teaching it. I don't know what happened, but he, he stopped coming number. around. Um, but somebody said he's doing something at 11 <laughs> over at that storage unit. <laughs> oh, you know that big run of storage? I'm like, okay, that's how you'd find it. And I'm not even exaggerating. I know. I've seen it, dude. I've seen it. That's the example I like to give, but that was a real example. That really happened in Florida. And, um, and I remember thinking, because of the name of the guy, and I believe it was... Edward De- Eduardo De Lima, <laughs> and uh, and I want I want to say whatever the name was was so legit like Brazilian that yeah. I'm like this is gonna be great and I showed up and it was it was so peculiar to everything I had seen you know yeah where, yeah but, but but most at that time all jujitsu was happening inside of a you know aikido school or, or a whatever school and it would happen on certain nights of the week and dude, that was it my first Wednesday, Monday Wednesdays and they were just trying to work in between the other yeah. you know shit. My first jiu-jitsu class was in in a freaking bodybuilding gym in yeah. the very back yeah. in a matted room with mirrors. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. You know, like where you do like Don't body sculpting. Yeah. yeah. Don't hit the mirror. Guess what? We'd hit the mirror. Oh, or we'd yeah. go through. I got push kicked through a wall once. Oh, jeez. Yeah. My buddy. <laughs> oh, that was a good time. We were doing stand-up practice and, yeah, we were doing jiu-jitsu, but we were also doing MMA at the time. Next thing I know, I get push kicked through a wall because I'm like, oh, what do I do? Oh, man. Uh, yeah. um, oh. 
<laughs> I lost my wedding ring at a gym in Wichita that had jujitsu upstairs in this extra room thing that was like oh, where they God. do aerobics. Yeah. So they would roll out yoga mats and uh, and oh, and then bro. under the under the yoga mats under the the gym gymnastics mats and then so it was like super soft. Yeah. And uh, and then I put my ring on this one little thing anyway, um, and I lost it there because it was just mayhem. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and you know what I would do? I I had a buddy, a comedian. This is the greatest. We went to the Bahamas a couple weeks a year. Yeah, me yeah. And this friend of mine, BT, and BT had had shout been, out to BT. BT's a good comedian. Um, and also, that guy Colin Moulton, really good, really good. He's going to be in Spokane, BT. Washington, right? <laughs> I believe so. This week, <laughs> um, BT. Uh, well, also at Tybee Post Theater on September 10th. Did oh, you know that? No, I didn't. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah. And, uh, and, uh, and the Averett Center for the Arts, September 9th. Oh, yeah. With with uh, Wellington Ojuku. 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 I'm going to so, guess he's African. But check it out. If, you, if you're listening to this, uh, please buy your tickets from the Tybee Post <laughs> Theater for September 10th. It's going to be a good time. It'll be a really good time. It's going to be very – the guy's very funny. Um, the guy that I have that I'm bringing in, so you'll like him. But anyway, um, all jokes aside, <laughs> all jokes aside, all jokes aside. But uh, I went to the Bahamas every every uh, year for two weeks with my friend BT, and I would bring BT, and we would, you know, it's you know whatever they put you up for in the Bahamas, and you can get yeah. a villa. I mean, it was incredible at the Atlantis. Yeah, but the problem is it's a it's a rich person's resort, so the gym wasn't used to guys like him and me coming in there because he had been a wrestler and loved to work out. Yeah. He was a lean 225, and he's my height. So imagine. And, oh, damn. Uh, yeah, very, very genetically gifted. Yes. Know, like monsters. Probably down to here, huh? Uh, don't know about all that. But, uh, <laughs> but he was what, tough what, as nails. And What uh, did I do, Colin? And he wouldn't stop. What man. did like, I do? He wouldn't stop. <laughs> uh, as far as cardio, whatever. And he'd be like, uh, yeah, and he's real high energy. He's like a Red Bull ad. <laughs> And uh, <laughs> so, so anyway, I like how that is. It's a human Red Bull ad. So he, uh, you man, that's me talking. Like I'm high energy. You are really. And, oh my uh, god! I gotta I slow my guessed. speech down so that people can understand what I'm saying on the podcast. Oh, what did you say, man? I didn't understand you. You heard me. <laughs> so <laughs> BT's another level of that. So, so he had been wrestling, and I was like, "Hey, man, you gotta learn jujitsu." So I turned him on to jujitsu, and uh, and the first year, <clears throat> uh. He's like, yeah, I want to try this. You know, show, show me what you got to do, what we're doing. You know, so I was like, okay. So we asked them, is there some place we can do this? And they say, yeah, right over there by the by the uh, treadmills, there's like an area we do aerobics and yoga and stuff, and you can use those mats. Ooh. So we we like, we stretch out a bunch of yoga mats. We put them together <laughs> like a puzzle. Yeah, like mats. the old puzzle mats. Yoga mats. Yeah, and like a like we put them, meet them together, and there's all you know, we get them. And then we try not to, you know, we hope yeah, they don't come north. apart. So, uh, and then we start wrestling, and and I'm sh- showing them stuff, and it's not matted; it's just yoga mats. Yeah. They're th- really thin. They're thin as yeah. And uh, and and he's like, that's my moral values. That's well, also, we didn't have shirts on because neither of us had rash guards, so we're, we're shirtless now. Now imagine this. Now imagine this. Imagine you're a 62 year old man whose doctor said you need to walk more, and so you're on you're on vacation with your new wife who's 40, and you're on the treadmills together, and you're walking so that you don't die. When you take that Viagra, you're walking. Yeah, and you're walking on the treadmill because you don't want to walk on the beach because that's nature. So you're walking. You're walking on the treadmill to get your exercise for the day, and there's you know people literally walking around with with like trays of like uh, uh, water water with water with orange slices in it wow. for the patrons. Extra fancy. That's a, yeah, that's the gym we're in. And and he and I are acting like we're at the in in the back of a ghetto gold's gym. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So so we're rolling and uh 
kind of rolling. And yeah. he's he's a wrestler, so he's not used to like he's used to explosive like yeah, yeah. movement and athletically winning. And he's losing because I'm choking submitting him. him. Yeah, I'm choking him from the back a lot. I'm just like avoiding his power. Yeah, and I'm and I'm finding spots to submit him. And every time I submit him, he gets more and more frustrated. Now he's a black man, and his voice <laughs> is very piercing and loud, and he's very muscular, and he has no shirt on, and he starts screaming "fuck" every time. <laughs> I submit him <laughs> and slamming the mat with his hand and we're just spraying sweat all over the mirror where oh the, you know, God. the mirror where the bar is, where yeah, the, yeah. where the, where the nice, uh, pretty ladies put their leg up and they, yeah, yeah, and they yeah, stretch. Yeah. yeah. That's where we're spraying our sweat when he screams fuck and slams and, uh, and, and then, oh my God, so we're literally a in a 10 foot space between the, the pretty lady bar stretching area and the, and the treadmill <laughs> and the, and the treadmill with the, uh, CEO and his new wife, trophy <laughs> wife. And uh, and that's the scene, dude. And uh, the second, so how the, fast so did y'all get kicked day out? Day three, day three. The, we we come walking in, and the manager stops us before we get in. Uh, oh, we we found the area that's better for you. We take you over here. I don't know where he's from. Maybe South Africa, um, somewhere. He's got yeah, the yeah. accent you can't f- figure out. Maybe Iceland. So uh, you come here. Look, I find place. De- definitely not from Jamaica uh, or the Bahamas. No. And he walks us out over to the beach. No, he walks us over to this other faci- this other building connected to it that's like next to it that's like looks like they were gonna do something there and didn't and <laughs> and he gives us like twenty five yoga mats and it's like a gym like a gym laminated <laughs> yeah, gym yeah, floor yeah, yeah. here you like the yoga mats right we're like oh I guess yes <laughs> this is not that cool but so whatever would be, he give us let us go in there alone so we're alone in that room doing that and it's all windows and outside is this sitting area where the CEO and his and his pretty trophy yeah, wife yeah. go to sit and enjoy their latte after they work out work out quote air quotes work out and they're sitting there enjoying their latte now every morning as after their big workout they have to sit there and watch us and and, Dude, gra- and it's silent because it's soundproof so it's just us and you can see him you can see he's slapping them out yelling oh f-u-c-k at the top of his lungs and, and it's probably they can't hear so it's just you know, they're just seeing us. Oh my god! Still with our shirts off, alone in a room, doing that Mexican ground karate. Oh my god, dude! <laughs> it was so funny. And then he ended up. Tra- so this, we did this for two or three years. Yeah, I think yeah. three years maybe. And um, where every year for two weeks we would do that, and uh, we had our little space. We did it, and um, he started training with um, with uh, uh, a De La Hiva guy Ooh. by the name of Marcelo Monchero, who I like yeah, a yeah. lot. Um, he's a very good guy. And, um, but anyway, uh, yeah, so he started training in Indy with that guy. Nice. And he did really well. Within a year, he had his blue belt. And he was like winning tournaments with a blue belt and like doing well. But um, it all started right there in that, that, Mex- yeah. in that resort gym. That is freaking hilarious, man. But that's the, the lengths we'll yeah, go yeah, yeah, to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Mean, the yeah. lengths you'll go to to get your jets on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was on a cruise ship trying to do jiu-jitsu with I've people. done that! Like, I'm looking at people like, hey, there's a, there's a ring. I'll Anybody want to train? Anybody want to roll? Anybody want to roll? I've done roll. I, I, Bro, I, worked, I worked cruise ships. Yeah, so yeah. imagine how creative I had to get with like the staff and stuff. Because you'd find Eastern Europeans. You're like, hey, you know Sambo? You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. And, I, and I'd find guys that knew like, oh, well, yeah, I do some of this and some of that. And you'd find guys that are Krav Maga guys or Sambo guys, like all these foreign dudes yeah. like down in the crew. And, that, and they'll, they'll, they'll do stuff. With See, them. I was never part of the crew, so I'd never get somebody to do that. See them and they're working out. Yeah. If you keep your eyes open. Ah. Yeah. And and then you and you can ask you like, hey, you want to be here on Tuesday? And like, uh, when does it close? And you go in there, you know. Yeah, yeah. After aerobics, and everybody's kind of yoga's like leaving or whatever. And then you go in there and um, <laughs> kind of close the gym. Yeah. 
Because they, they don't want you doing it when there's other people around. That's so stupid. Yeah. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, so people first get, days. People get scared yeah. about jiu-jitsu. Yeah, like but the that, first days. But that's about the first day thing. Yeah, so, yeah. So that's the other thing, too, is wow. like every time somebody talks about like teaching somebody and them learning in the beginning and da-da-da, like Hickson was talking about that on the podcast with Jocko, which I thought was super cool. Great transition. Well, every time they talk about that stuff, I think about my wife and how, how would I approach her first day with her? And like, if I was a teacher, how would she best learn? Because I know her. So I could, you know, give the inside scoop to the teacher and say, hey, here's the best way. And I can't figure it out. I can't. Um, I know her dead to rights. Yeah, yeah. I can't figure out a way that she could get through the first week. Some people, man, they, they would surprise you. They, uh, there's some people that would surprise you about that. I know other people that wouldn't. Like, okay, yeah, I, I tried jujitsu. I didn't like it. I'm too... You're too close to people. What the... F- nah, right, the sweat. Oh, yeah. the sweat. It's I don't want to up on me. And yeah. like, but once you get through your whatever is po- making but, you not want to do that, maybe it's fear, yeah. then then you're cool, right? I, I guess. But you, you know, I like, still don't want you on me. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's certain... Well, yeah. Well, I mean... The thing is, like, and I don't know who I heard this from, but it was like, you know, that's the person that you don't want on you. Guess what? That's the person that's probably going to attack you. That's it. You know? Oh, right, right, right. So get used to it, and guess what? You'll be comfortable, and you'll be able to kick anybody's butt. Comfortable in hell. Yes. That's what Hickson would always say. To be comfortable in hell. So. You'll have to learn to be comfortable in hell. Back to that, man. Like, so you said you were having trouble with you know the breathing techniques and all that kind of stuff. So Hickson was enlightening. Uh, you know, is now is now like enlightening the world about breathing. He always had been, yeah. and you could see it in choke, where he's doing that thing with his you know stomach and that like he's yoga doing the breathing, gymnastics, yeah. gymnastic, uh, oh natural gymnastic, yeah, gymnastic, yeah. I forget what it's called exactly, but um, but the breathing was a big part of it. Yeah, and um, and he felt like. Um, in his first interview with uh, Rogan, he was talking about Jehogan. He was talking about uh, <laughs> He was talking about how breathing, like he would, he, his objective was to get his heart rate uh, to keep breathing, so that his heart rate was about it was a little behind the guy, yeah. the other guy. Because if it's a little behind the other guy, and he can keep breathing and keep his heart rate at a low, just a ten beats lower than the other guy, then he's going to win. Yeah, because you just take it to the max, and then that guy's overmaxed. Yeah, exactly. And that's what he would do through breathing, and that was his goal. So he learned to do that through through the workouts, through the breathing exercises. And once he got it there, then he would combine that into jujitsu. That's very enlightening. Yeah, that's nobody works at that level really. No, no one thinks maybe about fighters, that. professional fighters, these kind of people. That takes a lot of work, but still, do, does I mean, the hobbyist and should the hobbyist? I think, I think, yeah, man. I mean, why not? Right? Why not? Like, well, not even that. Just. So, just say you're going through a stressful situation, and, you know, I actually had a really interesting conversation with a buddy of mine the other day, and, you know, we had, he reached out to me, and I gave him a call, like, hey, man, what's up, this, that, the other, and we had a really long conversation, but we were talking about how jiu-jitsu, you know, everyone wants to say, you know, jiu-jitsu is my therapy, well, yeah, but guess what, you also got to work on other stuff, because, you know, you can't be, you know... To quote, like, what I said was, like, jujitsu, like, everyone's looking for that one pill, that one magic pill that, you know, makes everything great. That's not going to happen. You got to work on yourself, right? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah, a doctor can give you, you can go get to, to do what we're, to do what's, you know, around now with, you know, COVID. Yeah, you can go get the vaccine. And if you're still, you know, if you're still in risk, risk factor and you catch COVID, Guess what? You're probably yeah. gonna get a little worse than where. Right. While somebody got, who's yeah, in you shape, you don't go outdoors. You got, yeah. vit- you, got um, you got vitamin you know, D. You know, deficiency. Deficiency. You don't diabetic. work out. Yeah, yeah. So I, I hate to do that. Yeah, yeah. But you know what I'm saying? Like all those comorbidity factors 
Comorbidity? Com- hey, whatever. All but, the words. All those words. All those big words. But <laughs> no, like, it, you still can get the vaccine and you have all that and you, you still, still catch it. You're still and guess in what? danger. You're still in danger. While, you know, somebody who goes outside, somebody who works out, somebody who gets the vaccine or whatever you're. What's this analogy? I've lost what it's applying to. What it's applying to is with jujitsu is if you just do jujitsu by itself without working on the other stuff in your life, like, yeah, jujitsu is great therapy, but just say, you know, you don't do the breathing exercises. You don't, you just go out, you just do jujitsu and you don't watch what you eat and you just, you know, once you get home from jujitsu, you sit down and watch TV all day. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? Jujitsu is great, but you're not working on everything else. Like. You know, Maybe there's some things you're getting from jujitsu um, as far as like problem solving, but they're not they're not complete. But yeah. also, um, but also you're you're getting an endorphin rush, and so it makes you feel like you did something. You're feeling good, but that should be a tool you use to uh, jiu develop the other parts. Of your yeah, life, it's is what not, you're saying. Yeah, it's it's not a magic pill that you know. Right. Oh my god, everything's great in my life. No, I mean, dude, you can go jujitsu, then go get freaking hammered at a bar, right. and guess what? Is your life really doing that well? Still going to make mistakes. Exactly. So going back to all this is the breathing exercising. You can do you can do that, and it really does help. I it's mean, a tool. It, it's a tool. It's a you got to add more tools to your tool belt. It's like having, it's like doing one pass. Yeah. If you if I just do this one pass, everyone knows it's going to happen. Yeah. Guess what? Not going to happen. They're going to stop it. Like what you were saying to me yesterday. Yeah. About Toriando, you said he's in a position you should have done Toriando. Yeah. And I was you, like, yeah, but I was working on the knee slice, and I was going to grab his head and like, and I was learning. What I was learning was trying to like pull in the guy and control the guy's upper body to get the knee slice. Yes. So I was forcing the knee slice. You noticed it, but I, I knew I was doing it. Yeah, but, but it looks sloppy as heck. Right. Yeah, but I you got wanna, I, wanna, I finally got it, which I was like, oh, okay, got it. kind of want to trick him, man. You got to start tricking Right, him. right, right. But no, so, you're right. So, but, but the position he was in, you're saying, was perfect for Toriando. Oh, yeah. So as I'm trying to get his head, he's dropping his head back. Yep. There's the Toriando. Past the leg. Bingo. So those two work together. Yeah, so... So there are tools in the tool belt. Had I only had one tool in my tool belt, then yeah, I'm not getting past that guard. Exactly. And then, well, that goes back to the breathing. And, like, just say, all right, you're in a situation at work where you have... Oh, you don't... You don't have to worry about this, but, like, you no, know... No, a, you no, know, no, no, A nine-to-fiver. I, I don't work. A nine-to-fiver. <laughs> like, somebody at... I'm not, in here nine-to-five. Uh, you in know, my office. A, a true nine-to-fiver. Oh, all right. A guy right. who has to wear a tie every day to okay, work. Okay, all right. And I'm not hating on those guys. Yeah. You guys do a great job. Yeah, you knobs. You're doing great out there. You keep it up. <laughs> but no, like, a lot of those guys, man, they get into these stretches of the situations. guys show up at your house when you don't do well. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, ties but, and badges. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, like, you get into these situations at work where you have to be, you have to be polite to somebody, but they're straight. See you next Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah, so they're, they're, they're being that way, and it's like... Oh, oh yeah. wow. Yeah, they're mm. being straight to you. They're being that. Yeah. Gee. You know, our, our English fans will know what I'm saying. <laughs> In the bad way, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you know, like... But you can use that breathing exercise in from jiu-jitsu or... In conflict. In conflict to... Okay, I understand what you're saying. Or like if you're a customer service person and someone's just straight jaw yakking at you. Well, you know, you have a straight Karen. I want to see your manager, blah, 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 blah. You're like, okay, okay, I understand. I'm sorry, <laughs> you know, whatever you're going through. 
I'm, you know what? Let me go grab my manager. If you're oh. listening to this and a lot of interactions you have in public. Uh, <laughs> if you have to see somebody's manager in public. No, 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 no. If, 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 you're, if, if a lot of your interactions in public result in the other person taking deep breaths and closing their eyes, you might be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, why is this guy practicing breathing exercises right now? I'm trying to tell him I want to talk to his manager. Yeah, clearly you're a dick. First of all, you're making you people need breathe. to take the breath. You're making people breathe. You need to take that breath. Figure out what's wrong with your life. Isn't that funny, though? That yeah. like, you're like, well, just you could use breathing exercise. But, dude, if I broke into some Wim Hof breakdown on breathing <laughs> while I'm in a conflict, the guy's going to get the gist enough and be like, look, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't mean to be jerk, but <laughs> why are you doing that? Don't sit cross-legged, please. <laughs> why wanna, are you meditating? Wanna... <laughs> <laughs> but, no, if you do but that. Turn like... off the music. Wait, why are you lighting sage? I'm trying to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, like, that's not, like jujitsu that we don't. That we don't see. Yeah. Like, we don't see that. We don't We don't consciously practice the breath and the being under, you know, being body in control. body control or mind control. Mm-hmm. No, no. My, uh, my, you're right. Yeah, controlling your mind, own mind. Yeah. Controlling your own mind where, like, did I tell you about the situation I had with somebody trying to road rage at me? No. So. Or maybe you did, but I, I think I did. I, I don't, don't think I said it. I don't but. listen to you, but tell me <laughs> so again. So, was, I was <laughs> That's I was the driving. beauty of me not listening to you. Yeah. Tell me again. <laughs> yeah. I was driving down Skidaway Road, and I, I kind of was tailgating this lady. Uh-huh. You were just maybe maybe not even thinking about it. I yeah, found myself doing that exactly. sometimes, too. And then, Somebody flipped me off, and I'm like, what did I do? Yeah, like, I didn't well, even know you were there. <laughs> so we're waiting on this light, and I kind of gave her, like, I saw it. I was like, come on, let's just go. You know, the, let's go. You know, the, let's go. You, you know. gave her a beep? No. No, not even a beep. Oh. Just come on, let's go. I got places to be. I got to be at the gym. You rolled your eyes or something? I don't know. I just kind of gave her like a hand flick. With your hands? Yeah, like, come on, Oh, let's you go. were dismissive. It's very dismissive. <laughs> well, she gets out of the car. Like, she starts getting out of the car, and I see her. I'm like, whoa. Whoa. This is off of this. That's a little off much. Of, yeah. She's having a horrible day. Yep. So I see her getting out of the car, and I'm like, oh, man, I don't want to have to, like, kick this lady. <laughs> like, I don't want to have to fight this That's lady. not very black belt. And then I see somebody else in the car. They start trying to get out. I'm like, okay. First of all, my hands went up. You know, the defensive, you know, sh- you know the light side of my hands. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, calm down. Calm. You did? Yeah. With your window open, or did you come out of the car? Window, window open. Like, calm down. I'm not going to get out of my car. Okay, good. Because that's, a, that's an aggressive manner. Sure. Hey, calm down. And just, like, you know, just suggestive, like, calm. And she starts doing this. I'm like, you know what? You can call You can call me anything in the world. Yeah. You can, To quote Pedro, you can call me a dirty Mexican. I don't care. Is that what he said? Yeah. <laughs> that's <funny>. But, like, <laughs> I'm like, yo, calm down, lady. Like, you know, cool. And then she takes off and drives like an idiot. I'm like... You know what? That's, okay, so she did calm down. Yeah, I guess she calmed down. I don't know. She got back. She, she said what she door. wanted to say and left. No, she didn't get like into my car or anything. But she, she got was into getting, your face. She was trying to get into my face. But it's not smart. But man. by the time by the time I started, I noticed the door was opening. I started doing this, and she calmed down. And like, she was like, "Oh, you didn't." I'm like, "Okay, cool. You know, whatever." Like, if if I got out of the car, it would have been a whole situation, and we would have met there, and it could have been bad. Yeah. But. And other people would have got involved because exactly. they thought you were like approaching her. Yeah, and like, can you turn that up where it's pointing at you? Yeah. No, I don't want to run in my face and my mouth. Just do it. Just don't. <laughs> no, but like you know, that's a part. That's a part of jujitsu we don't think about. Like the problem solving of not the physical aspect. Every you know, we can we can fight anybody. I mean, I think mo- I think you know, if you're blue belt, you're gonna win most fights on the street. 
Yeah, yeah. Once you're into blue belt a little bit. Yeah, once you once you probably. Yeah, you're gonna win most fights. Well, Brian, in the street. Brian proved that. Brian Harlow. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> when he was a blue belt. Yeah, but I think as you get up to like the black belt level or the brown belt level, the purple belt level, it's finding the way out of the situation. Yeah. Like I think. Uh, How do we subdue the situation? Yeah. Like, as a, as a white belt, I would have got out of the car and started you know yelling at this lady. As a blue belt, I would have got out of the car and try to like you know fight this lady. As a purple belt, you should be like, uh, you should be thinking about getting out of the car. Like, uh, should I get out of the car or no? Yeah. I think as a brown belt, you're like, I don't want to get out of the car. I don't want to have to fight this lady. I, yeah. You know what? Whatever, ma'am. You have a nice day. You know, you, you'd be more dismissive. As a black belt, I'm, I think I did the perfect thing. Like with my hands, like, hey, calm down. You know, it's okay. You have a wonderful day. Yeah. And then it just calmed the situation down. And I think that's the part of jiu-jitsu where we do, a lot of people don't figure out they need to practice that part. Or the breathing part. Or, like, there's a lot of things... There's a lot of tools in jiu-jitsu that we don't, we don't see, that we practice, that we don't know we're practicing. I see what you mean. Like, they're there. Yeah. Yeah, but they're not as... Um, they're, we're thinking armbar. We're thinking uh, guard pass. We're thinking all this. But the other stuff isn't necessarily on the table yeah. as much as a real... Uh, as um, maybe, maybe this week is breathing week, you yeah. know, instead of north-south week. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we don't do it like that, where it's... Yeah, but and- that should always be part of what we're doing so when i roll with people i notice they're breathing that's something i've learned like okay they're breathing heavier they're breathing heavier Uh okay i can put more pressure that's what i was telling you with uh, john that time i was practicing that and then you can put more pressure down human being (laughs) (laughs) he's a human being breathing yeah no but like but to like hickson's point if you can control your breathing okay this guy's on top of me he's breathing heavier Okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. I'm good here. I'm or somebody good. starts to get a submission, and you kind of know you have an out, and yeah. you know you're framed in, and you're good. And then there, you hear them do, do <sighs> that, no do that thing that people do when they start when they're ready to go. Yeah, where they're like, <sighs> <sighs> yeah, and you start they start like loading up. It's funny, like you can hear them load up in your ear, breathe and breathe and breathe, and you're like, okay, well, you don't have this, but go for go it, breathe away. Yeah, no, waste your energy. Yeah. And then, you, and then you know, I, I initially you doubt yourself. You're like, do I not know that he's going to choke me right now? You know, but now, like, now I, like, I know when it's coming and when I can defend it. And I'm like, okay, that's good. Let's, like, let's amp him up. My favorite thing is, like, if somebody has, like, a rear naked choke on me and they think they have a dead to right. <laughs> you can hear him. And I'm just like, okay, I'll start yeah. defending. And they start now. Yeah. And then I get out. They're like, yeah. I heard it. Like, you how, never. How had did it. you defend with your hands? Well, I wasn't. I was defending with my hips. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I never had. Like, you never had it. It's, yeah. it's funny. Well, uh, like you know, I I'm ha- learning this year. I'm learning how much um, I'm defending my neck with my hips now. Yeah. Which before I wasn't doing that. It was all hands, and now I understand that like most of my defense of my neck happens with my hips. Yeah. From you know, all action, from everywhere. You know, it's funny. Though. Whether it's yeah, whether it's a back take or mount or whatever, the guy's attacking my neck. I can do it with my hips. Yeah. You know, it was funny, though. Like, I, I knew this guy. He tried to put a rear naked choke on me, and his arm was, like, stretched out. And he was, like, really excited for that arm, for that rear naked choke. Oh, no. And then he got wacky katamied. It was great. Oh, well, no. I, what was his name? Um, he's a purple belt. Oh, that guy. He does guy. a podcast. He's a comedian. Oh, yeah, it was you. <laughs> <laughs> I think I know that guy. Oh. Yeah. You know who got me with that one time, too? Uh, with what? I, I always think I can get You know, you do this, or did this, probably, 
where you're strong. Yeah. So you get away with some things. And so you don't realize how much you're putting out there uh, until someone decides to what snatch it up and beat you with it. Uh, which <laughs> what do you mean like, that I, I, I still do that? Yeah, you do, yeah. <laughs> James probably catches you with things all the time where you're like, I get away with this with 92% of the guys in the room, and then James will catch you in something, and you're like, duh, that yeah. was out there. That's been out there with every role all night. Yeah, yeah. And then James will go, no, 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 we don't do that. Right? Yeah. So well, so the problem is when you don't do blue, that here. when you're a when you're a blue belt, <laughs> it's eighty percent of the room is doing that to you. Yeah. So you're like you don't get away with as much. So the, I think as a as a bigger, stronger guy, and then as you get into the upper belts, you gotta be more diligent about what you're giving away. Yeah. Well one thing I when I roll with James or like I roll with somebody higher like I say higher you, belt. Wait, wait, I'm like, wait, wait. You have to hold yourself accountable in those situations because your opponent won't. Yeah. Your opponent won't necessarily catch you slipping. So one thing I do is um, I'll call like I'll be rolling. I be I will be rolling with somebody, and <laughs> Paul be rolling. I be rolling. I'll be rolling with somebody, and like I'll start not screaming, but just talking to myself about, oh. "Hey, what moves here? Okay, what's safe? What's not safe? Okay, I'm cool here. I'm good Did here." You see, not screaming. Yeah, not screaming. No, I'm safe. <laughs> 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 Who screams? No, but, <laughs> that, that'd like, be hilarious if everybody screamed. With it. <laughs> we should do that just to mess with James one time. Where like everybody just starts screaming. You do that. Like we randomly, do that Saturday. Like, oh, each no, roll, like town. Paul, you roll on the fir- on the first roll, you scream, and then on the second roll, I'll scream. Everybody just has to scream during one of them. But no, like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah, I'll talk to sorry. myself and be like, "All right, I'm cool here. I'm good here. What what do what does he need? What what do we need? What does he need to submit me?" Yeah, and I think doing that while breathing and while and it keeps your mind calm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm in a bad position, but he needs this. I need this. Okay, I can get out, and that gets back into that breathing exercise we're talking about. While I'm talking to myself in my head or out loud, I'm like, okay, I'm still safe here. I'm comfortable. I'm cool with this. I understand, and I'm not breathing heavy. I'm not breathing hard. I'm like, <laughs> no, I'm just okay. Cool. I need this. I need that. Try that. So white belt, blue belt, purple belt, whatever you are, try Whoever's this. Listening, try, try this. Try not paying attention so much at what – these people aren't going to break your arm for real. They're not no. going to choke you to death. So let them tap you but fo- you know, and, and try to defend yourself. But focus more on, on really slow breathing yeah. and calming yourself down. Even if you're not defending as well, focus on that more and see what that – I was I telling somebody help. today, if you did that and focused on moving – I was telling Nick – yeah. Move your hips more because Nick, Nick has longer femurs, oh, so God, he, he tends to get femurs. passed by him, passed by us a lot. Yeah, and he's he's been playing bottom and learning that. And um, and what Alden said was, I noticed your legs just kind of lay there as I'm passing you, and it's because he hasn't been active with them because it's almost like it's almost like as uh, there's no reason because how can he replace a knee into frame when it's like seven feet long? Yeah, so. Um, so what he needs to be aware of is moving his hips and shrimping. He needs to shrimp harder and more than us. Yeah. And um, just in general because of his length of femur. So so if he's shrimping, if he just focuses on one thing, don't even worry so much about what you're doing or why you're doing or what he's doing. Just shrimp and frame. Shrimp and frame and breathe slow. Yeah. And watch what happens. Oh and I God. bet just... you you'll sweep guys like with no effort. Yeah. I, I, I almost guarantee it. You'll wear them out and sweep them. You'll wear them out and catch them in the guard. You'll you'll stretch them out. Yeah, because they'll end up in your guard and they'll be stretched out because you're so long. I bet you, if he just focused on those two things and no actual other techniques, that he would find himself in capitalizing. And that's position. that buffet we were talking about earlier. Yeah, oh, it comes back, buddy. It all comes back. So as of okay, day as, one, day one, concepts and breathing. 
Wow. Concepts uh, and breathing. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, start if you start day one. Yeah, start day one. Then it becomes the, how you do jujitsu. Yeah, and then, then like, you can start, you know, adding, uh, you know, submissions and sweeps, I think, are, like, more, like, spice. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you just learn how to cook with spice, it's going to be spicy, but it ain't going to taste good. Yeah. If I'm, you I'm, learn how to, like, truly cook... With, you, then it'll taste good, and then you can add some spice. Then it'll really taste good. Maybe bland at first, but then it'll start tasting really good when you add that spice to it. I don't know if that's the best analogy. I think it is. I think it's great. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. I mean, like imagine... I just dump a shitload of spice on everything, <laughs> and then I back it off from there. <laughs> then you add potatoes. <laughs> and my wife won't eat my food at all anymore. She, and... I traumatized her for years, and now she's like, no, thanks. <laughs> hey, you go ahead. I'm going to make something for myself. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, I don't know, man. Uh, <laughs> do you cook? I, I cook all the time, man. I love cooking. That's right. What do you cook? I cook everything, man. I can cook Asian food. How does uh, jiu-jitsu apply to cooking? Um, Knowing the basics, man. If you know the basics, how to cook. Breathe. Clean, breathe, yeah. <laughs> then, you, like, you know, like, if... It's the, it's the small things, like I said, like the breathing part or the... It's not... You don't want to throw everything at once in the kitchen. Then it just makes a mess and it makes whatever kind of food it is. I mean, I did a lot of experimenting when I was younger with uh, food. Like, I'd be like, all right, let me see if this tastes good. No? Okay, next. And that's the same thing with jiu-jitsu. Okay, let me try to do inverted guard. Guess what? I'm not an inversion person. (laughs) I I, I mean, I can invert a little bit. I can do a little K-guard, and you've seen it. Uh Uh-huh, I have. But... It's not my go-to. Yeah, you don't get under it like uh, Musumichi. Yeah. So, with cooking-wise, I mean, all right, cool. I know, like, I can do I can do a basic, you know, curry, curry and rice. Chicken curry, rice. Yeah. But now, all right, so I do the chicken curry. I do what I do normally. Then I'll add noodles to it or I'll add a certain vegetable and just start adding yeah. and taking away and doing different things. Just like in jiu-jitsu where I'm like, Okay, cool. I can do I can do a K guard into a knee bar, or I can try to go for an omoplata, yeah. or I can go for this. I can go for that, and then I can add and subtract different things off of it. Let me ask you this: Are you one sided in jujitsu? Are you one sided? Do you pretty much go one side most of the time? And if so, what do you I'm do to expand side, the other side? Are you really? I try to be. So I Did have you? a I have a certain game on my right side. Yeah, and my left side's little. It's it's not as good. But I can do mo- – not most, but I can do certain submissions. So you lay on your left hip? Yeah. Okay, and you work with your right leg as a, as a more, really- more um, dexterous leg, and then left leg is more like blocking and So like pinning. if I'm doing like a um, – if I'm doing Z-guard, 90% of the time I'll be on my right hip. On your right hip? And using my left leg. With your left hand in the collar or something? Yeah, like this. Yeah, wow. Okay. On your right hip? Yeah, on my right hip. Are you left-handed or right-handed? I'm right-handed. Wow, that's trippy. I'm the other well, way around. Yeah, think about this. And I'm right-handed, too. Everyone's trying to pass to their right. Yes. So it's good to have the defense to the right side. Yeah, bring them there. Now, if I, wanna, come on out. if I want to switch, like, I need to, and I, I still need to work on my left side, getting mm-hmm. onto my left hip, and working on that, because guess what? Everyone's trying to pass to the right. As soon as you go to their left, their brain's just going to go blank. Yeah, yeah. Well, you're taking them to their right if you're on your left hip. Yeah, but everyone's trying to pass to your right. Everyone's to your right. If I find that they're if if I'm laying right yeah, here in uh, yeah. anatomically anatomically correct correct positions. Yes, everyone's going to go to their my their left uh, their left or right. 
because that's right. it's it's easier. Yeah, that's now, right. If I go to my left, if I'm sitting this way in on the, your left on, on your left left hip, hip. it's going to be a little harder for people because they're oh, used to that. That's how I've hip. always done it. Yeah, is on my left hip. Maybe that's why. Yeah. Oh wow, that's trippy. I didn't realize I was doing the counter thing. And that's a good thing. I mean, it is, I guess. But except I don't have the other side. I've never developed being on my right hip. You start in guard. developing it. I have to. You have to. Now you're going to hold me accountable. This oh, sucks. No, hold now, whenever, <laughs> now whenever I roll with you, you're going to be like, tonight, side, get on your left side. <laughs> don't be weak, man. Be on this side. I feel like it's like throwing a ball with my left hand. Oh, it's weird. We were doing, we were drilling today. We were drilling this north-south thing up to um, whatever the cross. Uh, anyway, we were drilling something. And uh, Brandon, um, I made him do the be other perks. side. Uh, be perks. Yep. Uh, be perks. Uh, I was, I asked him to use the other side because my left shoulder was getting extended and I messed it up. Yeah. And um, and I was like, I'm just trying to like baby it. And uh, can we switch to the other side? And he's like, yeah. So he did on that side. And he's like, whoa, that felt weird. It, it, it was like work. the orientation really wasn't that tricky. It's just he isn't, he doesn't ever do that side. Yeah. Like that. Yeah. For him. It's, it's different. I mean, that's why, like, I, I'm, I kind of attack the head more. Like, I'm a very, I'm going to attack your head to attack the sides. Yeah. Or attack the neck and attack the legs. Does that extend you? Don't you get extended? Me. 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 Okay. I'm not worried about it. You're not. You're not. <laughs> I worry about other people. No. That's, that's a body type thing. Yeah. Like, you can extend your arms a little and you can get them back I got pretty easily. Arms. They're short. They're super strong. They're not really that short. They're actually kind of long. They're, they're long for your size, for your length of yeah. torso. But generally speaking, they're not super gangly. No. And they're strong they're enough. Arms. And they're strong enough that you have enough shoulder torque that you can, you can reel them in anytime you want. Exactly. And I think what a lot of guys like Seth. I noticed Seth has great technique, but if I get if I concentrate two on one control on any arm at any time, I shut down everything he's yeah. doing because he he can't he can't pull it back. He doesn't have the shoulder torque. Yeah, so I can extend him out. All was day. I doing it with you? Who was I doing it with? Oh no, um, I had somebody. I was like a half guard or something, and I put their pin their wrist super far away from them, and I was doing that thing where you yeah. pin their wrist way out, extend fully extended, and they can't pull it back in. <laughs> and uh, he was a strong guy too, yeah. but I was like, oh, that's a weak spot. Well, I mean, it's finding the weak spot. But it's but all I was doing was defending myself from being overextended. So yeah. I was like, if I do this, he can't like capitalize on me be extending into him. So now I can control his head and all that. And so as I was doing that, I was I was thinking, all right, well, I can now start to combine his weak spots with my overextension and sort of neutralize that yeah. advantage he has. You know, interesting, interesting, isn't it? Interesting. Yeah, but it all has to do in in that case, like with shoulder torque, like yeah. who you oh, fight and it's, who, it's your body type versus somebody else's body type. You know? I was rolling with a woman today, and um, oh, you were! I was. Oh my and, god! Uh, and she, and that, and I feel like, well, okay. So, for example, Hannah actually yesterday. I was yeah. rolling with Hannah yesterday. She's incredibly talented, and oh my god, technically talented, and just smart and good with what she's doing, and and um, <laughs> she's really tough. Yeah, no, 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 no. She was like messing here. me up the first, yeah. like the last time we had rolled, which had been a couple months. And so I've been telling her, I'm going to roll with you, I'm going to roll with you. And then I rolled with her yesterday. And um, I kept in mind all the things I had learned from the first one somehow. Yeah. And I was able to uh, find spots that I could do what Jimmy always tells me to do, which is let her do – like uh, as she's she's having to commit so much 
because of her size yeah. to her movements. She's having to really commit. And anytime she really commits, all I have to do is go around that and and use that movement for what I want. So, no, so just more never. 50%. So I never chose with her. It's like less than you. I would rather force something on you than her because yeah. because she's so committed. You know what I'm saying? If yes. I if I force on you and you and I can get tough with each other and we'll you know we'll we'll find a, a mid midpoint. But uh, with her, she's so committed with the movements that um, she's going to shift and change and like do that whole Tasmanian devil thing. Yeah, um, I shouldn't be doing that. I should be totally uncommitting to everything as she commits. You know, and like coming around. <laughs> and it worked. Yeah, no, it does. No, like I actually like rolling with like Hannah and Jess because. Yeah, they are small. They're smaller females, and like especially with leg locks, I let them do it, like get to a certain point and start defending, mm-hmm. because they are smaller, and I have more time to work. Mm-hmm. And you can, yeah, and, and you then, make mistakes and yeah. still still change it. Because like if I do it with like you know bigger guys or me, you just say me. Yeah, just say you. Just Troy say you. You know or, you know, no, me. You know me. I know who you're talking about. I, I won't let you touch my. We leg. all know. I'm, who gonna, you're le- I'm gonna leg lock you to you're death. I'm coming for your legs tonight, man. All right, buddy. You know you're, you're not gonna roll with me. All heels, baby. You're, you're gonna you're gonna avoid all me like heels. a plague. Like, oh, I hurt my shoulder. Yeah, oh, my shoulder hurts. <laughs> my oh. hip. I'm 50. My hip hurts. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like, it's funny. Is like you can roll with like certain people like that, and there, you know, you can have your style of jujitsu. And I mean, me and your style kind of similar. It's yeah, weird. it is. I'm a little funkier, but it's okay. Yeah, but we do have a tight control style. Like yeah, yeah. As what did Troy call it? Our know. gorilla rape top game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Troy is with that not too. Not you on top of me. Troy's the same way. Gorilla rape. <laughs> but like, it's funny. Is like we can have that same style, but you know, just a little different. And then like we go against like you know a smaller person, and their movement is a lot you know funkier, a lot dynamic. D- dynamic. Where we're like, oh man, now I actually have to work. Yeah. Where with you, I, I can't can s- do it. I can just pause and take a break and. Yeah, we could thump each other and yeah. sit there and think about it. <laughs> yeah, and then with like you know somebody like Hannah, you got to keep it moving. Or Seth, Seth, man, Seth, if, if yeah. you give him an inch, yeah. like an inch, next thing you know, there's his legs are in going for a triangle. Interesting too, the way that he he's found ways to weave them in. This is, he's a good example of meeting jujitsu with your body type. Yeah, because you know jujitsu as it is 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 the it's the the blank canvas yeah kind of and then you apply uh your body type and all these other attributes we're talking about you know and um the length your you know the length of your body the length of your bones the the way the, you know how you move naturally what you like even and Strength, seth is a great example because yeah because seth um fa- has found ways that only seth can do jujitsu. Yeah, like there there may be other guys like him, and maybe even guys that take what he does even to another level. But he, I guarantee, he didn't learn from them. No, and he didn't go online looking for lanky lanky jujitsu no, videos. Uh, and maybe he saw some, but but the point is, he learned based on applying these techniques with his body, the way his body moves, and then adapted. And um and that's a great thing to do, no yeah. matter what your size is, no matter what you do. Yeah, like uh, it's it's crazy. It's like you. Like Brandon, he's really good. He's really good, man. Like he's similar. He's similar. He's similar between us and Seth. Yeah, and Jimmy. They're all kind of lanky guys, but they each have their own little style that just makes it their panache is just a little different. You know. Alden said something funny about Jimmy today that he said, um, "Jimmy, Jimmy can't do that kip thing as well as other people." 
because there's too much distance to cover. He's got to kip you all the way off, kip, 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 yep. all the way off these long, like two and a half foot femurs. Yeah, which you know that's a long that's a long distance to get somebody to kind of you know to yeah. like pull the glove off. You know, right? So he doesn't even bother with that. He does other stuff. Exactly. You know, because what's the point? But I mean, at the same time, you got to be able. You got to be able to teach that to somebody like you or me who have shorter femurs. Because we can do it. I mean, we can do we it can all day. Kip, kip, done. Kip, kip, kip. <laughs> we three get kips. three. Three kips. Yeah, three kips. Uh, Dimitri done. is a two kip man. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, if you're if you're really short or have no legs, you're a one kip. <laughs> <laughs> one kip, a no kip, <laughs> no kip. What the hell's going on here? Hey, there's guys with no legs. I know. I've seen it. That's a, that's impressive. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. No, but it, it's what so... was that? You just had a total brain pain. That's hilarious. Because <laughs> I've seen it before. Right. <laughs> you, you know, didn't like know what you... to say about that. Yeah, like you know when you see it, you're like, oh. your thoughts scared you. Yeah, yeah. I'm just thinking like, is it disrespectful to make fun <laughs> yeah. of the guy with no legs? It's it not. Might be. It might be. It's Paul. not. Imagine <laughs> you trying to play guard with you. It's such an easy pass. Oh man! <laughs> but then he mounts you. You're like, right? Oh, yeah. Talk I'd... shit. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead and talk shit. I read there was a guy there's a guy I know named Brett Eastburn and he's a comedian and he's got like nub arms and nub legs and and, uh, and that's all he's born that way. Yeah, yeah. And he was a wrestler in high school and he F people up. Dude. Yeah. He's bad. And I've wrestled with him and it hurts because he sticks those bones in you and he pokes through and you can't. I tried to choke him. I couldn't choke him. I couldn't choke him. I couldn't take his back. No. I there's, couldn't. There's no how? way to hook. There's no way to hook. Yeah. And, he, and then he gets those little bone nubs in there and he pokes you and he pokes and pokes and creates space. <laughs> and then he, and he turns around. You're like, God darn it. I had his back and couldn't hold him. There's a guy, Kyle something. And way more torque too. And they're just. Yeah, same guy, same kind of guy. Yeah, yeah. like nothing, no, no nubs, and like he wrestled, he uh-huh. played football, he did all yeah. this. He counted. Yeah, he Brett, counted. Brett was also held to that standard because I think he's the same age group. Yeah, yeah, Brett, Brett was always so frustrated by that because yeah, he, he's and the not... dude climbed count, uh, um, Kilimanjaro. Well, the the one advance advantage that they have, not the one, but the big advantage that they have. Is that they're 103 and they are supposed to be you like got it? He's a one, he was a 175er, <laughs> yeah, and he's wrestling at 105s. Yeah. And, uh, and I mean, a, he's, he's got children, dude, children. It's an and he's, advantage, bro, quote unquote. His the torque in his shoulders yeah. compared to the little yum yums yeah. that he's fighting. I mean, he was just jacking dude. kids, like cutting their heads off with his little bone nubs. <laughs> he, it, it was effortless, he said. Well, that and they can't do a single leg. How do you take uh, this person dude, down, dude? It was, he said, it was effortless. <laughs> 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 National champ, no problem. Yeah, let's go. No problem. Got a lot of gold on that wall. No, I just want to yeah. know how, like, those two guys would meet up. Five pounds. If like two nub guys would go against yeah. each other, I would want to see that match. I think we talked about this. It'd be me like and, a dog me and him, We talked about this quite literally. It would be crazy. It would be crazy, dude. It would just be they'd come out with lacerations from poking nubs because the nub poke is sharp dude, and it's hard. It hurts. If you've never been nub poked, you got to do it because it's insane. I'm just thinking about this. This is horrible. It isn't horrible. They know they got nubs. I know. What's the but secret? Just... Yeah, there's no secret. These guys nub the hell out of you. I mean, it's their gift. <laughs> They're nub players. Yeah, nub jitsu. They will jack your world. Oh, and I tried to get him to do jiu-jitsu. He wouldn't do it. But but he uh, he has a different lifestyle. He kind of smokes and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. But, yeah. he, but if it could have kept him healthy, kept him going on that physical stuff, he would have been a <sighs> badass jiu-jitsu player. Because every you know black belt comes in from wherever, they're like, oh, I'm going to mess up the I'm going to go for guillotines. Uh-uh. Nope. I'm no, getting nubbed. Man, you're getting, you're I'm getting, getting nubbed. nubbed. I mean, in dude, the stomach. Oh, he'll rip your sternum in half. Like oh. those little things. It's like having, like, like having pry bars poking out little 
little pry bars poking out of your chest. And <laughs> you do a with the to- with the torque, you do a with the torque of a man on the shoulders, like the sh- every like shoulder, like, the shoulders are he like walks hip. on them. Each shoulder's like a hit. Yeah, yeah, it's insane. Oh man, that's crazy. Yeah, I couldn't. I tried to hold like the with. I tried to two on one his nub. <laughs> And I couldn't hold it in place because of the torque. Imagine that. He's got more leverage. Yeah. Try to hold somebody by the bicep and, oh and, the, and try to hold their bicep in place at that leverage point. You don't have no, enough leverage. There's no, you got to grab at the, the But hand. then add the amount of torque that he has compared to us. And then and yeah, there's just no way to control the nub. Oh that nub God. is going wherever it wants to go, bro. And if and I'm talking, there's a lot of places, and he knows where to put it. He should write a book on pressure points, <laughs> nub pressure points, specific to the nub. only time pressure point martial arts work. <laughs> yeah, for real. There's all these guys that think they know, but they don't have nubs. <laughs> they just read some book from Japan. <laughs> Stay in here with me. No, no, come on. We're not going to nub hell. <laughs> <laughs> nub hell there's that's a, what you should call it there's a, it is it nub is hell. it is hell oh i oh have i get a pass i get a pass i can say this stuff because i uh went through the, i went walked through the fire oh, nub hell. i've been nubbed yeah so i walked You're through the nub. fire yeah <laughs> nub loving so <laughs> i've been nub uh, yeah when we were I'm rolling, not gonna go with that no one. i'm not gonna go there but when, but when 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 uh when i was touring and he came on with me somewhere he was he came in to do actually do a guest spot at a club and i'm like oh man i want to have you come in and feature for me at these yeah. clubs you know so he he featured for me for a week and i got to hang out with him a little bit and spend some time and then i went and played a club in his town and hung out at his house and got to know him a little bit yeah, yeah. and he wrote a book about what it was like you know and all that and um and uh, he's very, very funny because it's, it's just really humorous about yeah. how he approaches it all. But, um, but he, um, you know, uh, when I was, but at that time I was high on jujitsu. So I'm like, and you used to wrestle, let's do this. <laughs> yeah. So the fact that I've had that happen to me, that's a very rare experience. Yeah. So I have the right to talk shit about nubs. I've rolled with a guy with one leg. Yeah, that's something. That was weird. I'm yeah. like, okay, I could. Pa- did you, no, at any point, did it ever become a thing where you couldn't, like, where you missed something because you're like, oh, gee, yes. Oh, okay. I was like, oh. Whoops! That's I, usually I was there. Go for a tire. That's usually there. I was going to go for a tire Hondo pass, and next thing I know, Tori Hondo, <laughs> Tori Hondo, and you got there's one, le- there's one leg. <laughs> yeah, you got. What do I do here? Yeah, yeah. Uh, but now, like, uh, also the torque you develop in in the joint, yeah, of a hip or a or a shoulder where there isn't a limb, isn't as long a limb, you develop more torque there. I think. <laughs> Dogs Which is perfectly normal, yeah. So, so there's all these other attributes, and then you're applying. It's like when jujitsu hit America, and yeah. these fight and and Hoist is fighting guys who are kickboxers and stuff. They just weren't set up to defend yeah. that kind of movement. Well, it's the same thing if you show up with half an arm. <laughs> Nobody has any technique to defend that arm. Like, how does that think that like Jean coming at you? Jean Jacques. Jean Jacques has had to adapt and use yeah. that, and he has used it. That's crazy. Yeah, it's a different mm. deal. Well, there's a lot of dudes who have d- different interesting body types, and it's, yeah. it's they can use it to an advantage as an advantage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sort of makes you want one, one of those things. That's why I surf, you know, just yeah. to hope one day I'll you, get, shark will bite you, shark and attack, and I'll make it through, providing like, it's not a venomous shark. <laughs> yes, and uh, venomous sharks venomous are sh- out there, guys. They're they're evolving. <laughs> Swear, if I can make it through the shark attack. Now I've got something. Now yeah. I've got something. You got a half a foot. Show up at the tournament as a 125 pounder. <laughs> 
What? Did you get attacked by a great white? <laughs> yeah, both legs. So I got just the nubs, and I'm 125 pounds. Now, nope. now I weigh in. You know, I'm weighing in. Oh, I have these little dudes that like Seth sized guys. You know that I'm weighing in with. <laughs> all right, all right. How okay? How embarrassing would that be if that happened to you and then you get choked out? And you're I like, lose. Yeah, you're like first match. And I went through all Fair. that and I lose. Yeah, yeah. I would. I don't know. I would keep trying, but a lot of people quit right there. Yeah, they'd be like, nah, like I've been through too. Much. I, I've been through. That's like that's that's the point. I'm gonna that, no. go on a book tour. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> still do the book tour. <laughs> <laughs> I might do a book tour after I get canceled for this podcast. <laughs> Well, well, I'll go on with you. And just can't, we'll yeah, cancel well. the whole book tour. You're not going to be allowed to be a fireman after this. <laughs> no, no. Oh, God. The book tour. The canceled book tour. That's yeah. We'll go around like Barnes & Nobles yeah. or Borders, whatever's closed. Oh, did you hear? Paul and Colin are going to be here at, at Barnes & Noble. It's closed. Or did it get canceled? No, that's the title. <laughs> the canceled book tour. <laughs> <laughs> I think it got canceled. No, no. That's the called Knowlton canceled. Canceled. <laughs> that's a common thing now. Everybody talks about. But I don't think after watching that Shea show, no. which I think, uh, you Every, know, if you guys there's there's a, there, watch it. It's everybody it's has. There is an audience for humor. Humor is catharsis. It has to happen. It, it does, man. Let it's, me tell you something that's so savage. What? I, savage. So, hold on, hold on. Savage. That's a new word. Savage. So savage. I'm going to tell you something about humor that's savage? so savage. With a haircut? There's a, a yeah, what? You're feeling savage with a haircut? No. Um, my son, I'm not going to tell you this. You can tell my me. son made a joke that was so dark and gnarly recently that I was like, I didn't know whether to get mad at him <laughs> or say, no, you know, you're onto something here. <laughs> but it was like. You just told your son's joke. <laughs> but I had to. T- no, no, no. It was a joke that it was very specific to a situation. Mm. And, uh, and it was so dark. But it was how he was dealing with the tension of the thing. Ooh. And I. And I thought, wow. And I won't say, I'll tell you after, but um, yeah. just because it's a small community. So um, anyway, he, he uh, it was interesting to me because I, as a parent, I'm like, do I, do I tell him don't do that? Do I make him feel bad for that? So I didn't. Yeah. I said, hey, man, I hear what you're doing. And that, that is funny. There's a time and a place. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and this may actually be the time and place because it's you and me. Yeah. But not everybody's going to see the humor in that. And they're going to use it as an opportunity or a catapult or a launch pad to come at you with all their grief and all their anger. If you use, if you try to make light of something like this yeah. at this time in the wrong time. So part of becoming a man is knowing what that time and place is. Yes. And knowing what platform and what time and place and where to put it. So with humor and comedy, this is something we put out there as a product, as something that can be consumed. If this is how you deal with grief, if this is how you deal with pain, then comedy can be something you consume at any time because the time is right and for you. Yeah. But people who don't feel it's the right time or it's too soon you know that quote, quote too, too soon, soon or whatever. Oh yeah. God, too those soon. people shouldn't consume it then they should say okay well it's not for me because i still am grieving okay and that's not how you grieve that's fine but but these other people grieve immediately that way yeah and, th- and that's how they need that's the catharsis they need yeah so so why can those things both not exist don't you know what i'm yeah. saying the issue is we need to find we need to find a middle ground here where like we allow everybody to have what they need and we don't see it as a negative thing just because no. it doesn't fit you. Oh, my God. It hurts my feelings. Oh. Yeah, it's like, hey, that glove is too small for me. Those should be banned. <laughs> what? Yeah. You were banning small gloves. No of, gloves because that of, are that small. Because we're all larges. <laughs> well, so, so they don't fit you. Yeah. So small people wear them. Yeah. Like, why can't small people wear them? I mean, we all grieve it. Like, in, Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, 
we all grieve in our own ways and our own process and all that. I mean, in our own time, it's, it's okay to like, you know, if, if you are okay, yeah, I understand this, you know, whatever the situation is, I get it. Cool. I have a fast grieving process. Have a nice day. Bye. I like to laugh, laugh it off, move yeah. on. Or, you know, I'll... some people will just let it sit on them and live with their grief for the rest of their life. And I'm like, Ugh. that's the other thing is like, if you don't have catharsis, don't, doesn't that go somewhere inside you and become a tumor? I don't know if it becomes a tumor, but yeah. I think it does. I it think becomes it becomes a mental a big illness. Old butt tumor. You have a big butt tumor. <laughs> yeah. And then your butt hurt by everything. <laughs> <laughs> are we just going to keep going? Are we going to just get canceled on this one? Let's go. <laughs> butt tumors? Yeah. Is there, a butt, is there a group of butt you know, tumor you, people who are supposed to be sensitive to you butt know, tumors? You know there is. Butt tumor people? Butt tumor people. There's the butt tumor alliance. And yeah. they're like, too many people are making fun of us, but our butt tumors. Uh, our butt tumors hurt. Yeah. Just I by get, saying butt tumor, we're getting canceled with it. Yeah. Hey, I went and got a colonoscopy and they pulled out a couple of polyps. Oh. So I get to talk shit about butt tumors. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking crap <laughs> about crap holes because my crap hole had a polyp. They took it out. <laughs> I got the camera. Have we done a podcast since I got the camera? I, I don't know. When did, Bro. We got to watch it now. I don't think we've done the, co- the podcast since then. So let me oh, talk about it for a second. God. I went and had a colonoscopy. You know what we got to do? What? The next episode we do, we're going to watch it. We okay. should watch oh, it. Oh, that'd be interesting. I don't know <laughs> if I have the video. They did give me pictures, and uh, I tried to give them my wife. <laughs> <laughs> hey, honey, uh, look at this. <laughs> yeah. The, You're not. Oh, wow. Yeah. You love me. I'm beautiful inside, you said. So anyway, <laughs> well, guess what? Look, you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> There's a so, polyp. No, the guy gave me the stuff. Maybe I did talk to Grant about this. I feel like I did. Um, anyway, uh, the guy gave me the stuff. Yeah. They, they give you the knockout. And so um, I took it and uh, um, <clears throat> and well, okay. What? You know about this? Okay. No, no, no. I was going to say. So, so anyway, I, really so, so I go in and they wheel me in and they got the stuff in this like shooter thing. And then Dr. Cosby. Yeah. No, no, no. No, it's worse <laughs> than that. So it's so instant. It's like it's this big uh, ivy. It's an ivy with like a yeah, syringe yeah. on it. Yeah. And they and they look at you, this white stuff in it and uh, and they look at you and they're like, OK, are you ready? And uh, they ask a couple questions and then they hit it. And, and as soon as they hit it, you're out. So so but I didn't know all that. Um, so we're laying there, and or I'm laying there. We we're laying there. Yeah, the nurse laid down we, with me. We were laying. Yeah, the doctor's laying next to me. No, um, hey doc, how yeah, you doing? Kind of, cuddling with what the doctor. kind of colonoscopy was this? So uh, yeah, no full full contact. So anyway, <laughs> doc, why are you naked? <laughs> so the, young, the doctor for? was kind of younger, and he comes in. Oh, and, uh, and younger, younger. Yeah. So yeah. I thought he's cool. He's going to be, I think this is funny. Mm-hmm. So well, no, I'm saying like for <laughs> humor purposes, like he's not a stodgy old dude. So he comes in and. Um, and uh, and I'm like, hey doc, how's it going? And I'm sitting there, and and uh, and, and he goes, uh, he he goes, are you uh, are you you know he goes goes over a couple things with me. And I said, yeah. And he goes, just turn up on your side like that. And and I I go, okay. I, I go to the lady. I go, are you gonna are you gonna when you hit the thing? Am I gonna know? And she goes, I goes it pretty quick. She goes, it's really quick. And I go, <laughs> okay, well hold off a second. And then and then he goes, okay, so uh, so just colonoscopy today, right? And I said, yeah. And I, and I go, okay. I go, are you ready to hit the thing? She goes, yeah. And I go, get in there, doc. You know you want it. Go, come on. Get some. Get some. And she, I started just yelling, get some. Come on, doc. And he's laughing. And then, I, and then she hits the thing, dude. I wake up. It's like that. It's just like that. And I woke up feeling so good. Like I had slept for 10 days. Nice. And, and after, you know, jujitsu, I don't sleep well. You know, my yeah. body's all jacked. So, uh, you know, I'm like rolling over my numbs, my shoulders are numb. I got to worry about my hip, my knee, yeah. or whatever. So, like, sometimes I don't sleep well. So 
I know when I sleep well. Man, ten days of sleep. I felt so good, and it was twenty minutes later, right? Yeah. And I'm waking up, and uh, and I see the guy who gave me the stuff. The guy, not the guy who shot me, but the guy who put the thing in there yeah, and told yeah. me about the stuff they're going to give me. And it's and I know it's Doctor Feelgood. It's that guy. Yeah, yeah. And I see him, and I go, Hey, hey, Doc, Doc. And he goes, Yeah. I go, Bro. I go, I'm going on the dark web, and I'm buying some of that stuff. And you got to come <laughs> over. I'm going to invite friends <laughs> over. We're going to have a party. That stuff is awesome. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, this, you're not the first person to tell me that. <laughs> Funny. Oh my god! And uh, and then I got the pictures. And everything was good. So I got two little things. I took them out. Everything was fine. You had two S- little pains in the asses. Two little tiny polyps. They said, which you know, I don't even. Did you name them? Uh, I haven't seen them yet. I haven't met them yet. <laughs> I took them off for biopsies. I'm not gonna raise them. You're not gonna raise them. I'm just not gonna raise them. <laughs> no. I mean, I'll be there for them when they need me. <laughs> but I'm, I'm not gonna, gonna like be gonna... A, be a big part of their life. You know what I mean? <laughs> And these are st- stories from Colin Moulton's life. <laughs> <laughs> so I get this. This is months ago, three months ago, maybe yeah, two, yeah. two and a half months ago. And uh, and I get this text today from my appointment for my endoscop- endoscopy follow up. Yeah. Which is that thing. Yeah. A follow up. And I didn't make an appointment. They just randomly are like, you're coming to our appointment. You're coming to our office. You're coming to our office and having a good time. spooked me, bro, because I'm like, well, well, this is like a follow-up, and I didn't, like, I wasn't consulted. Maybe the, maybe one of the polyps is something's up. No, they just want to make sure, you know, you're not bleeding or so anything. I called. I called. They said, yeah, but this is months later. I'd be dead. That's what I'm saying. It's like, Would oh, you? this is a routine follow-up, she says. And I'm like, well, shouldn't you have checked it on me like a couple days later? Yeah, what, what's going on here? Yeah. That's what a kind of funny clown like, circus are y'all running? I'm just going to make sure you're okay. I'm like, it's been two and a half months. I probably have all new polyps. <laughs> <laughs> I grew three more. How are you following up now? <laughs> just regenerate. You should have called me on the way home. Like, <laughs> Give you a cigarette yeah. or something. I, yeah. Please. Like, if there was an issue, if you jacked, if you like left something in there or something <laughs> happened, you know, if oh, we, oh we would have known a long time ago. I'm actually going to yell that phone call. Hey, yeah, we left the whole camera up there. No yeah, wonder yeah. I couldn't sit down. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I'm going to live stream the next one. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we should. Yeah. My, uh, uh, do you know Rob Kahn? Yeah, 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 yeah. He he did this. I think I told you this before. He, he did this to cut weight. He did a – oh, no. He did a uh, – uh, what do they call it? Oh, uh, uh, enema. Enema. Uh, to cut weight for a fight. Nope. And him and his, buddy, his buddy's like, hey, you, I'll go with you. And so they, they went in and they held hands and did the whole thing, you know. <laughs> That was the story. <laughs> you no. know who else did that? Uh, Rogan and um, I want to say it was Rogan and um, and uh, 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 Doug. Uh, Doug, what? Doug, uh, Doug stand up. Yeah, what? I think they did an episode where they held hands I during would... an enema or something. Yeah, you want to do an enema together? You wanna? Yeah, that's it. I'll do it. I'm joking. I I'm not scared of that. I don't want. No, I'm good. Why not? I don't know. We'll just, like stare at each other and check in with each other. Like, how you feeling? I'll do you make feel eye it? contact with you. You feel time. it yet? Is uh, it hot? Cold? What are you feeling? Let's do co- coffee animus. Do you wanna? No, it's good for you. There's a lot of things that are good for you that I don't want to do. <laughs> Eat vegetables. I mean, <laughs> I want to not drink so much. I want to make a smoothie with your animal. I want to make a uh, no. <laughs> I want to go make an acai smoothie right now. <sighs> do you wanna? That sounds good, but Let's man, do it. I'm still, dude. I am still upset with America with their SIE, man. I don't care. It's Sambazan. It's made in Ohio. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> no, I think it's legit. It's legit, but it's not what I'm... Uh, it's, not, it's not Brazilian. Okay, all right. Purist. Yes, you I'm want a purist. one, though? I got coconut? 
I got uh, passion yes. fruit. You want one? Yes. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's get out of we're here. We're an hour and a half in. Oh, my God. So we should wrap it up. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so I think we covered pretty much everything we were going to. Yeah. I, I don't know if we missed anything, but if we didn't, if we did, oh, well, we we'll did, do we'll another one in the then. next couple of days. Yeah. But today, today we're gonna you're going to hold me accountable for being on my right hip. If, it's, if it is, if you are new at jiu-jitsu, listen to these things we talked about, learning about mm-hmm. concepts. Don't overload yourself with the details initially. Learn how to move your body conceptually. Learn how to breathe. And learn how to breathe. And if I see Colin on his left and hip, we're gonna create, I'm, bringing a, I'm bringing a cane. On my right hip. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. Uh, to my right hip. So uh, that being said, um, we're going to create an army of jiu-jitsu guys that are just moving really, really well, but they have yeah. no, no technique. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get technique. It'll they will get technique. Yeah. yeah, it just comes. Yeah. All right, man. All right. Speaking of coming. coming, let's go have our... <laughs> Hog and dogs. Let's, let's go hogs and dogs. <laughs> All right. Nobody All right. will ever know what we mean by that. Uh, thanks for listening to uh, Postal Podcast. If you, uh, you can find us on... We're going to start live streaming on YouTube pretty soon. YouTube, we'll let you know where that's going to be. Facebook, Instagram. Follow all of us. Me, Jimmy, Cohen, <laughs> Big Grant. Uh, go to BarefootComedy.com to find out when the live shows are. For BarefootComedy.com to find out where the lo- live shows are. Spokane, um, Washington. Well, wait, 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 wait. So on the BarefootComedy.com is the Colin Live link, and that's my stand-up dates as well for around the country. That's it, right? Nice. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, and then also um, Postal Podcast is on Podbean. What? What? Podbean. Podbean. Shout out to Podbean. All the, places, all the places you find it. Shout got out anything to, coming up? I got Are you going to Pan Am's? Uh, no, 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 no. You're not going to do Pan Am's as Black no, Belt? No, no, Oh, you could have. I, I could have. Woo! I wanted, but now, like, I didn't. I, technically, I'm not um, in the IBJJF yet. Oh, okay. Oh, it's a Black Belt. Yeah, so okay. I got to figure out that. So I can do it and compete more. Brandon hurt his knee and now wasn't going. I know. I'm sad for Brandon. I wish he wouldn't have done that. I wish he would just go. I'd rather him, you know, oh. be healthy. Heal? Heal, yeah. You don't want to be that guy walking around in a cane like at 80 years old. I used to do jiu-jitsu we're all gonna as a purple belt. We're 80 years old as if a... we used to do jiu-jitsu. <laughs> no, man. I, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm staying. Yep. I'm going to change bodies, man. Oh yeah, let's get the Regenikine uh, yeah. smoothies. Yeah, let's do it. Let's Every morning you Every drink morning. your Regenikine smoothie and it goes through your whole body. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, why can't we have that technology? We will. You'll yeah. be dead, but I'll, I'll have it. Yeah. That's <laughs> right. When I'm your age. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you're about seventy, I'll be gone. Or maybe maybe you'll be a cyborg. Oh, maybe I will have gotten it just in time. Yeah. Maybe. Hopefully, 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 you'll be a great training partner until you're like eight eight hundred years old. Could be, dude. Vampire would that be? Vampire jujitsu. Vamp jujitsu. Dude, vampire jujitsu. They're really strong. They're really bigger than us, and they're like. How about and they're immortal. Jiu-jitsu. Think of all the jujitsu they'd have after 150 years. They're like, they're like. Yeah, but they they can't do like, it during the day. Pedro, they can't do. Let me show you something, Hickson. <laughs> what you're doing? They're so cute when they've only been training. Six 60 years. <laughs> what, the, what the shit? When you're new, like you're only training six or seven decades, then maybe you have some limitations about how you do these things. I will show you some tricks. One. One arm. Two. Arm. Three. Three arm. No heel hook. <laughs> knee bar. Knee bar. Ah, ah. Ah, ah. Your right knee, your left knee, or your wee knee. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we're out. Oh, Shout out to all the sponsors and everybody. We love you guys. Crazy Jiu Jitsu Savannah. Thank you very much. Night, night. Night, night.